out of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Cameron. Hold on, I'm listening to the end of this. Yeah. The world's on fire. It is. As normal. So nothing has changed. Yep. Uh, we're a few days away from the, uh, past the election, and yet we don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. How wonderful is that? It couldn't be any different for 2020. No, it, it has just, to go right. Yep. has to be like 49.8 mm-hmm. to, yep. you know. It's just how it has to be. So we don't know who the president is yet. We were hoping that we could get on today and say, hey. New president, um, Kanye West, but apparently that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's got a chance to victory anymore, no, unfortunately. He conceded. Yeah. Done. Done. I'm going to write a song about it. Yeah, Yeezy out. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, so that's that crap's going on. But we're here for some mindless banner today, so that should make everything better. Sure. Right, Cameron? Yeah. Although it's kind of a depressing <laughs> subject <laughs> yes. we've talked, we're talking about today. Some of it's super interesting, though. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about cults. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Everybody's in a good mood, right? Yeah, I figured. I told Tawny, she, my wife, I, she asked, what are you guys doing your podcast on? Uh-huh. Cults. Well, why are you doing that? <laughs> Everything's super depressing see, already. Well, I said cults, baby horses. We're talking about the Indianapolis cults in their <laughs> yeah, history. Exactly. Yeah, no, some of these things are so crazy interesting, dude. Like, yeah. They are insane stories. We tried to go, I mean, there's some real messed up cults out there. Oh, yeah. And we tried to, I tried I think Kobe mm-hmm. did too. A little more on the funnier yeah. aspect. I mean, we're all but, preppers. We're all part of a cult, prepper cult. But all of us know cults don't always end in, you know, it's not a <laughs> Disney Channel special. No, they don't always end so great. No. But we're going to talk about it because it's really super interesting, yeah. and here we are today. <laughs> but but uh, first, Cam, I want to talk about off-the-grid surplus. You know? Best clothes ever. They really are. They're fantastic. Um, the guys from off-the-grid surplus... A little while back, sent us some clothes. We've talked about this before. You guys know this, but we freaking love them. them. We tested them out. We've been wearing them for months and months and months. The stuff, my my shirts still look like they're brand new. They do. Man. And we always wear them when we're outdoors, when we're hiking or camping. I crawled under a car in one. Did you really? Still looks good. Oh, man. See? That's the Didn't thing. Didn't even rip or anything. So think about it. I mean, imagine if you combined outdoor workwear and tactical with an actual quality fit. That looks super sexy. I mean, it fits really the hardest. does. It's hard to find and something that fits it. great. They they just freaking nailed this stuff. It's tactical. It's outdoors. It's super durable, but it looks great. Um, also, they just released a new video on all their social media platforms. We shared it out to our Facebook. It's really great. It kind of gives you a background of why why they're there, what they do, and you know what Off the Grid Surplus is all about. So you should go check it out. We, we shared it on our Facebook page. You can go see it there, or you can go check out any of their social media because it, it's out there too. But first... Um, Go to their website, offthegridsurplus.com. You're going to get an extra 15% off with our code Casual Preppers. Um, that's a great discount. I don't that's care what anyone says. Good discount. Off the grid, that's off the chain. Or is that not how the kids say it? Something like that. <laughs> um, so, again, that's offthegridsurplus.com, code Casual Preppers, 15% off. Um, make your week and day and uh, month a little bit Christmas, brighter. Whatever. Christmas. Yeah, it's perfect Thanksgiving gift. For the grandparents, give them some off the grid surplus stuff. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna they're gonna make you some turkey. You get them some tactical work, it's a great outdoor idea. wear. You know what I mean? Yep. So, Kim, we decided we we're gonna talk about cults today. There's some crazy ones out there. 
They're bonkers. C-U-L-T. Yeah, we're not talking about baby horses. We don't care about horses. We're not talking about football teams. Well, we do, but we don't care about them right now. We don't care about baby horses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we're talking about C-U-L-T-S, cults. And there's some nuts cults out there. And some crazy things happen with them. And a lot of them, I've noticed, they have to do with, like, UFOs and aliens and stuff like that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How cults kind of yeah always kind of go around that. So the first one is one of the most famous cults out there. And it's I think called, it comes back to Nibiru. We it, don't think we came from that's right. alien race. And if you're wondering about Nibiru, go check out our Nibiru Cataclysm episode because it was actually fantastic. It was. It was so good. We did a mindless banner on that and a, that a while back. that out there, you just got to use the Cepheid filter. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> the Cepheid filter. They got rid of it Yeah, for that reason. For that reason. Um, by the way, this is our 50th mindless banter. Cam. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Oh. 50 of them. <laughs> Boy, yeah. Had a long time. Yeah, so let's talk about Heaven's Gate. Um, so they... I'm already interested. You are. <laughs> the name just says it all. Uh-huh. Heaven's Gate was an American UFO religious cult based near San Diego, California. Founded in 1974, led by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Mm. Yeah, they sound like nice people, they if do. you ask me. They met at a hospital where Bonnie was working. Um, Apple. Was- Huh? How surprised? Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm like a lot of these come out of California, <laughs> they or do. headquarters are in. What yeah. a wonderful state! Well, and and I think it's just the whole kind of hippie vibe that that California gives off. Yeah, it must be something, something like that. Applewhite later recalled that he felt as though he had known Nettles for a long time and concluded that they had met in a past life. Mm. Well, I really feel like I've known you for a long time. We That's met in a past life. That's a pickup line. That, yeah. <laughs> you want to go to Applebee's this with is a classic Applewhite? Colt pickup line. <laughs> yeah, this is a classic. Um, she told him their meeting had been foretold by to her by extraterrestrials, persuading him that he had a divine assignment. Okay, I love I love the extraterrestrials this get into getting, these all the time. Even more romantic, it is. Yeah. So after so they they went on some dates, Cam. They, they read some religious texts and some science fiction together. It's usually. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's what most of my dates consisted of. Yeah, back in high school, I was like, hey. <laughs> I got a couple religious books in the back. Yeah. And, get, and go- science fiction. <laughs> I got Dune and I got the Bible. <laughs> you want to get crazy? It's weird how close these are. To, they go yeah, together. About the same thing, really, when you read them. <laughs> the way you read them. Yeah. You just got to yeah, you gotta fit it all together. It's a puzzle. Um, so, so they started reading some of that stuff together, and then they concluded that they had been chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies, and that they had been given higher level minds than other people. Like they just, they were on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? There's people and then there's them. <clears throat> so <laughs> that sounded like I turned into a, an alien there for a second, didn't I? No, I, no, I really believe you are an alien. <laughs> no wonder all this stuff's coming out. Yeah. Kobe's an alien. I am. Um, so they, <laughs> then they, man, I, I've got a frog in my throat. <laughs> sure you do. That's what it sure is. Sure you do. It's not the Nibirian. Nib- Nibiruian. Um, don't get the sepia filter out, because you'll see my <laughs> alien form. I'm going to take a picture of Kobe with <laughs> yeah. one on and see if he changes. So then they wrote a pamphlet that, that described Jesus' reincarnation as a Texan. Like, Jesus came back <laughs> as a guy who lives in Texas. If any state. I don't know. It's going to be Texas. It's, gotta be, it's not going to be Rhode Island. Yeah. Or no. like South Dakota or something. There's just no way. It's no. Texas. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Um, which was kind of a thinly veiled reference to Applewhite. They're saying, he's Jesus reincarnated. Oh. That was kind of the, the whole thing, right? Furthermore, 
They concluded that they were the two witnesses described in the book of Revelation and occasionally visited churches or other scriptural groups or spiritual groups to speak of their identities, referring to themselves as the two or the UFO two. Oh, cool. Well, it's, I like it. It's a good, good name. Uh, they believed that they would be killed and then restored to life and, in view of others, transported onto a spaceship. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. This event, which they referred to as the demonstration, was to prove their claims. Like, it's going to happen. The demonstration. Cool. To, to their dismay, these ideas were poorly received by existing religious communities. Why didn't they like it, Cam? I don't get it. I don't know. Okay. Eventually, Applewhite Nettles resolved to contact extraterrestrials, and they sought like-minded followers. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna talk to the to ET, and then we're gonna get more people to kind of follow us. <clears throat> they published advertisements for meetings where they recruited disciples who they called the crew. Yeah, the crew. Mm, Poor crew. <laughs> Isn't that a video game? Yeah, the crew. The crew. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's like motorcycles right. and race cars. Yeah. So that's. I that never was played in. it, but it sounds cool. That was based on Heaven's Gate, apparently. <laughs> EA Sports. Yeah. EA. <laughs> Probably. EA is its own cult. Um, at the events, they purported to represent beings from another planet, the next level, who sought participants for an experiment. They stated that those who agreed to take part in the experiment would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. I mean, mm. how do you say no to that? Yeah. First of all, you get to be part of the crew, and you get to go to the higher level of mind in, into a UFO. That's pretty cool. And so in 1975, the crew assembled at a hotel at Waldport, Oregon. You ever been there? You lived in Oregon, didn't you? Where? Oh. Waldport. That sounds familiar, but after I don't seeing, where it's at. After they sold all word, worldly possessions... And saying farewell to loved ones, the group vanished from the hotel. Of course, they went up to Oregon. Mm-hmm. And from the <clears> public eye. <throat> that night on the CBS Evening News, Walter Cronkite reported that the group Cronkite. had a, disappeared in one of the first national reports on the developing religious group. A score of persons have disappeared. It's a mystery whether they've been taken on a so-called trip to eternity or simply <laughs> been taken. So that's kind of how it went there. But in reality, uh, they had arranged for they the went group heaven's gate. to go underground. From that point, Doe and T, that's that's what they called themselves, Doe and T, um, as the two now called themselves, led the nearly 100-member crew across the country, <laughs> sleeping in tents and sleeping bags and begging in the streets. <laughs> I don't know why the, the cults always... They always do. They always <laughs> like, <clears throat> we're going to get rid of all the money and Have we're going to go Have you seen there's one called the Brethren? I haven't seen the brother. No, like an, an old vet that like just basically scrounges through garbages, and then oh really? He's like, I'm a prophet, and he wears like this big <laughs> brown. I'm a prophet, and just all these guys like just follow him around different countries and just dig through trash. Really? Yeah, the brethren. The brethren. <laughs> mm, sounds nice. Sounds yep. So they they basically street vagrants, and by the night the mid '90s, the group had become reclusive, identifying themselves using the business name higher source and using their website to proselytize and recruit followers. So at this point, they've grown a little bigger and they got a website. Okay. Thanks, Squarespace. That's yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Can you imagine them doing like those Squarespace commercials? <laughs> yeah, just like UFOs in the background yeah. stuff. We're really grateful. We're for really grateful the for the Squarespace ease and use system. of Squarespace for the higher, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Um, rumors began spreading throughout the group in the following years that the upcoming comet Hellbop 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. Remember Hell Bop? Mm-hmm. How's the secret to their ultimate salvation? That really a, screwed people's minds it up. It did, dude. An ascendance into the kingdom of heaven. So this was kind of the big event that uh, they foretold was going to be. Because I don't think we knew about Hell Bop for very long, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, we're like, oh, there's a comet coming. Yeah, I, that's what I was I don't remember. Young, but I remember going out and looking at it. Yeah. In October 1996, members of T's clan began renting a large home, which they called the Monastery, a 9,200-square-foot mansion located in Rancho Santa Fe, California. They paid $7 a month in cash. Ooh. Yeah. Um, in the same month, the group purchased alien abduction insurance that would cover up to 50 members and would pay out $1 million per person. Um, the policy covered abduction, impregnation, and death by aliens. The- <laughs> Nice. I I can't believe you can actually buy an alien abduction insurance. <laughs> I can't like no what idea. like what's your premium like? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's probably got to be low because it's really not any more ridiculous than current insurance. Oh, it's probably not. Yeah, I wonder if Geico has it. You know, or you could like bundle it with your all house. state probably all does. state. Yeah, but what the, about a little it, alien add on insurance? Okay, covered abduction and impregnation. By aliens. <laughs> well, what if I get pregnant? You gonna cover that? <laughs> it's in there. All it's right, the paperwork. Well, I'll put it as a closet. Oh, you wanted the alien plan. <laughs> I see. That makes things different. This one has impregnation, but this one covers death. <laughs> Which one you want? <laughs> well, you gonna die? Or you gonna get something? I'll just deal with the baby. <laughs> no. I don't want to die. Alien babies are no big deal. <laughs> so on March nineteenth uh, through the twentieth, nineteen ninety seven, Marshall Applewhite taped himself in Doe's final exit, speaking of mass suicide and the only way to evacuate this earth. This is where it gets crazy. Yeah. After asserting that a spacecraft was trailing Comet Hellbop and that this event would represent the closure I think we about to that. Heaven's Gate. I don't remember Did bringing we? up this cult, but I remember talking about it. Yeah. The alien ship following. So that's, the oh, comet. that's for, uh, that was a Nibiru thing, wasn't it? It was. They were talking about the, that's what, one, yep. What are the I think people it was. called? What are the, the that race called? Anunnaki. Anunnaki, that's right. Yeah. Cause they were like followed a comet or something like that. Yeah. It's really similar. Um, Apple White. It's like drafting in NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens just follow comet. Rubbin's racing, man. And then they just slingshot past, pick <laughs> yeah. some people up on the way, saved a ton of fuel. Rubbin's racing. Genius. A genius. Yeah, Alien genius. I don't knock They got it figured Rubin's out. Rubbin's racing. Yep. <laughs> Love that show. It's so good. Applewhite persuaded 38 followers to prepare for ritual suicide so their souls could board the supposed craft. Mm-hmm. So the only way they could get up there is to off themselves here on Earth. That's just how it was going to be done. Makes sense. Uh, he believed that after their deaths, an unidentified flying object would take their souls to another level of existence above human. <laughs> level up. <laughs> level up. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to level up, don't you? Which he, <laughs> which he described as being both physical and spiritual. Of course. Yeah. Um, their preparations included each member videotaping a farewell message. They had to do that. Uh, to kill themselves, members took uh, phenobarbital mixed with applesauce or pudding. <laughs> mm. Yum. And they washed it down with some vodka. <laughs> That's how they did it. Uh, so I don't know what phenobarbital is, but it doesn't sound great. Did it kill them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. They had to take pretty high doses of it. Dude, well, apparently, yeah, they it was... Maybe they overdid the applesauce portion. <laughs> Too much applesauce, you dummies. <laughs> um, additionally, okay, here's how it, yeah. Additionally, they secured plastic bags around their heads after ingesting the mix. a couple of them do that. To induce asphyxiation. Oh, man. <laughs> no, like, why are they doing this? Here's the weirdest part. 
All 39 were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants, brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes, <laughs> and armband patches reading Heaven's Gate Away Team. Wow. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> team. gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. It's 100% true. Whoa. They have video of all, like, there's videos after they went into this house of all this, like, these people laying down and all this stuff. It's crazy, dude. The identical clothing was used as a uniform for the mass suicide to represent unity, whilst the Nike decades were chosen because the group got a good deal on the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they had a seven thousand dollar oh, rent. I shouldn't laugh; it's totally messed up. <laughs> but what the crap? Yeah, we got these like fourteen ninety nine a piece. That worked. <laughs> I felt pretty good about this, but the Nike and the away team thing. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to go through this. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I don't like Nikes. Things got real weird. You got Reeboks? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's the other team. That's the home team. That's the home, yeah. Members of Heaven's Gate believe that evil space aliens called Luciferians falsely represented themselves to Earthlings as God and conspired to keep humans from developing. Yeah. Yeah. Technically advanced That's humanoids. Been happening. These aliens have <laughs> spacecraft. I, I, I kind of agree with them. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Technically advanced humanoids, these aliens have spacecraft, space-time travel, telepathy, and increased longevity. In bed. <laughs> no, just increased longevity. <laughs> I would have believed it. I know. The cults are always, like, super sexual. They, everything is, I know. This one didn't really have much with sex, sex in it, but most of the other ones do, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, they also use holograms to fake miracles. So when those miracles are happening, it's just a hologram. <laughs> so anyways, there's that. And carnal beings with gender, they stopped training to achieve the kingdom of God thousands of years ago. Heaven's Gate believed that all existing religions on earth had been corrupted by these malevolent aliens. Eight of the male members of the group, including Applewhite, voluntarily underwent castration in Mexico as an extreme means of maintaining an ascetic lifestyle. Hmm. So castration's great. Um, this is the funny thing, though. The group initially attempted castration by having one of the members, a former nurse, perform the castration. But this initial attempt attempt was very it's unsuccessful. Good to use the nurse. The initial attempt was very unsuccessful. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but well, we didn't make we didn't make a your scrotum's gone, but your testicles <laughs> still there. It looks weird, bro. <laughs> Those are gonna get infected for sure. <laughs> I don't know what part I was supposed to take off. Slap some applesauce on that. That don't look right. <laughs> you need some more phenobarbital. Yeah. I just, that's so funny. You need double dose. This initial attempt was very unsuccessful. Yeah, not just unsuccessful. You got more balls now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Your whole penis is gone. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got four nuts. I don't know how I'm we did sorry. that. I'm sorry. This is uh, a big <laughs> failure. I'm sorry about that. We'll get her next time. Um... It, it almost resulted in the patient's death and caused at least one member to leave Heaven's Gate. Every crest... Put it this way, you're definitely not going to have kids. Yeah. Now what luck, you, that's what you wanted, right? Good luck taking a piss. <laughs> um, uh, every castration that followed this initial one was done in the hospital, so that's good. The group earned revenues by offering professional website development for paying clients. This is how they made their revenue, under the business name Higher Source. Mm. So they were... Oh, Higher Source. <laughs> they were making websites for people. Um, so anyways, oh, nice. they're super interesting. Um, and there's actually a podcast called Heaven's Gate that's like it's like 10 episodes that goes like super in-depth into Heaven's Gate. But um, they're, they're crazy interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Heaven's Gate. Man, that one's well-prepared. <laughs> Mine's like a sentence long. That's all right. 
Uh, okay. So. Okay. I'm going to get the worst one, in my opinion, out of the way. Okay. So People's Temple. People's so, Temple. Have you guys heard about Jim Jones? Have you? Guys? Have you? <laughs> I have heard about I Jim bet you. I bet you a lot have heard about yeah. this one. So, um, Jim Jones, great mm. name. James. Terrible person. <laughs> great and have name. you ever seen pictures of him? He has like the half-shaded glasses. Oh, yeah. Creepiest like, dude the, I have yeah. ever seen. Anyway, I watched a documentary on this uh-huh. when uh, my wife and I were like first married. The darkest and worst feeling I've ever had. Really? Like that night, we were both just like, we got to go do something fun. <laughs> we got to go do something <laughs> fun. <Hey. laughs> I'm feeling the prank. I got some scared. science fiction books. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we like went and rented like a comedy or something. Yeah. Rented at a store. Yeah. That's a ways back. You probably did. Yeah. Um, but it is super dark and super disturbing, and he's the creepiest. So dude. is he the one that moved them all like down south somewhere? Yeah, yep. Right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So uh 1950s Indiana native Jim Jones founded a church that he claimed promoted socialism and equality. Huh. Something to be great nowadays, people oh, believe. Yeah. With religious elements of Christianity. Initially, he was a little more than a charismatic hustler, which is most of these cult, they're very charismatic. Like yeah. people just like love them. Mm-hmm. And um, and he gives the love back to most of them. <laughs> he does. Huh? But as the years progressed, he demanded more and more of followers. Um, he happens. eventually moved all like his following to California, and then he ended up moving him to South America because he believed right uh, nuclear war was imminent. Anyways, um, he went to Guyana, <laughs> South America. Guyana. So, anyways, yeah, he he uh, he would fake. Like, for all of his followers, like, these weird things of, he would basically pretend to remove sicknesses. Uh, like, a lot of times he'd fake killings by, like, pulling chicken liver and stuff out of their mouths. Chicken liver? Yeah. So they'd be like, oh, Whoa. he's healing all these diseases. And, uh-huh. You know, and people just, he, they, they figure he ended up having somewhere between, like, ten to 20,000 followers Jeez. at one point. But, like, there was thousands that, so anyway, um, he had this following that he moved down to south america and they developed their own little community Mm -hmm. and they had like you know agriculture plants it looked like it was in the middle of africa or something but it was just like a little tropical location for his followers anyway um if if you guys have ever seen anything about it leo ryan congressman from california he went down there oh that's right like to investigate what was going on I remember. So he goes down there, and they have this. It's all on, um, you can watch the videos of him visiting the people, and it was really, really eerie. Really? And, like, a lot of them are like, we love it here, and they're all celebrating, but there's a ton that kept coming to him, and they're like, we need out of here. We want out of here. Yeah. And he received a bunch of warnings, too, about this place that, that it wasn't what it seemed, and there was even a knife attack on him. Oh, that, that was, you know... When he, he was down there? Yeah, so he didn't get hurt then, and some of the people had warned him, they're like, you need to get out of here. And he... This guy was a stud, for real. Like, as a congressman, he was, like, worried about these people down here. And 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 he had the sense that something was wrong, and so he was kind of helping some of those that wanted to uh, get away from this community. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, so this cult was down there and he went down to visit him and it was really weird and they basically said you need to get out of here your your life's probably in danger but he was like I need to stay back I'm willing to help and try and help people and and eventually they they ended up filling the 
that it was going to become hostile. So he and like his crew went to the airport and they got ambushed. Oh. He got killed. The congressman did. Yeah. Holy crap! I didn't know that. Oh, it was it was nasty. Jeez. So one of the uh, one of the um, one of the people that was like really close to Jim Jones mm-hmm. pretended to want out. Yeah. And he opened fire inside the plane. Holy crap! And and shot several people. He was convicted here in the United States, but yeah, the congressman was killed, and they opened fire and killed like a bunch of people that were trying to get away. And then by the time this was all heard, the government came down. Jim Jones had said, "It's time for all of us to leave." Like I could go into all the details of it, but yeah. it's just so disturbing. Like the things that he had him believe, but this was a mass murder. He had them all drink. This is where the term "drink the Kool Aid." Oh, came yeah. from was oh, from Jim yes. Jones with yeah. Jonestown. So Jonestown, um, he had them all drink this Kool-Aid to die together. And this was the biggest mass murder in the United States until 9-11. Holy crap. Isn't that Seriously? crazy? It, it was that But long. it wasn't actually so, in the United States, right? No, but it was of American. Of American. I guess I should say of American. Um, yeah. Of American civilian life. So, so 918 people all drank Kool-Aid and died down there. I listened. I think I listened to a podcast episode on this once. once. It is so disturbing. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Probably I heard that, one of the most. Uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> super weird. Yeah, I heard that he kept like almost faking him out with the Kool Aid thing, where he would have him like, "This is the Kool Aid. We're gonna drink this, and we're all gonna die." And he did that like four or five times. Oh, I didn't know he fake. did it a couple of times. It's, oh, really? So like people would drink it thinking they were gonna die. And oh, he probably. So he led him up to feeling. Well, yeah. we're probably gonna be fine. Exactly. And, that time it and then the all. last time it killed him. But there was people that like didn't want to drink the Kool Aid there that yeah. like crawled underneath and hid. Oh, While really? other people died, and yeah, it's like kids Holy and cow, animals, dude. and you can, oh, it's just a super disturbing, but yeah, anyways, um, so yeah, the temple guards are the ones that ended up uh, opening fire and attacking all those that tried to leave the camp and killing Congressman Leo Ryan. Jeez. But like, reading about him, he was a total stud. Like, huh. he knew he was in danger, but yeah. he was like wanting to stay and help. You know, I feel like... That's yeah. a rare quality of a congressman, especially anymore. from a congressperson. Yes, that's so crazy. yeah, he he yeah he got killed down there. Huh? That's Anyways, nuts, dude. That was there's a lot to this one, and it's really dark. And I was like, yeah. I just wanted to briefly mention no, it because I good. I hated the documentary. It's super interesting, but it was super dark. Yeah, that that that, that makes... one's not as cool as Kobe's. No, that that, that, that was this good, one man. was just a full on true, like people were brainwashed yeah. and he ended up just killing them all. And there's yeah. a, there's several cults that are, that are like that. I mm-hmm. I ended up changing the order of the solar temple was a lot like that. Was it? Really? They were like they followed kind of after the Knights of Templar and they had oh, all this but they cool. ended up like murdering a kid, burning and they did the same thing where they all dressed up f- with their feet together, uh-huh. had plastic bags around their head and they were dressed in their temple stuff that's so weird so it was another thing that was very yeah but i was like i don't want any more of those dark ones that's crazy man um yeah that one so jonestown uh creepiest thing ever yeah that one's probably the most famous one it is yeah i think it is that one in heaven's gate probably this one i'd never heard of before i haven't Um, heard of this one and it's kind of it's weird um the movement for the restoration of the ten commandments Mm. Which doesn't sound like a bad thing, right? <laughs> it was a religious movement founded by, and I'm not going to say these names, Credonia Morandi, Joseph. Super hard names with Kib, all of these. Kibwitiri and B. Tate in Uganda. B. Tate. B. Tate. Uh, it was formed in the late 80s after they claimed that they had seen ver- uh, visions of Virgin Mary. The goals of the movement was 
uh, for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God were to obey the Ten Commandments and preach the word of Jesus Christ. This, uh, that sounds really sounds nice. Sounds pretty straightforward. Yeah. They taught that to avoid damnation in the apocalypse, one had to strictly follow the commandments, which I don't know if that's much different than most of no. Christianity, right? I mean, when it comes down to it, but they're, they're going like back to like, you know, Old Testament, like you got to follow this to the letter of the law type thing. Um, the emphasis on the commandments was so strong that the group discouraged talking for fear of breaking the eighth commandment, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Wow. Um, and on some days, communication was only conducted in sign language. Like, they made their own sign language <laughs> because they were afraid that they no, were... Yeah. do not talk, you will sin. They, they, for, they were afraid that they would accidentally lie and then be in trouble, which is crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, fasting was conducted regularly, and, the, and only one meal was eaten on Fridays and Mondays. Sex was forbidden, as was soap. Couldn't use soap. Wow, this and, sounds horrible. I know, and I'm like, and if I'm not no using sex soap, and you stink, and I'm, you can't talk. I'm like, if if I'm the not using soap, probably okay. I'm probably not getting sex anyways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it comes down to it, so maybe that There's was no why. reason to wash off. Yeah, don't 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 even wash it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Don't> wash. <laughs> Movement leaders declared that the apocalypse would occur on December 31st, 1999. So this is like a Y2K. And I wonder uh, why yeah. I'd never heard about this because it was kind of a big I hadn't deal. Heard of that one the group had a strong emphasis on an apocalyptic end time, highlight, highlighted by their booklet, A Timely Message from Heaven, The End of the Present Time. Oh. Yeah, so they had a nice little booklet that they were handing out. New members were required to study it and to be trained in, ex, in ex, its text, reading it as many as six times. <laughs> gotta read it at least six times. I'm like, that's not that much. This is weird. Yeah. You gotta read it at least six times okay. when you're in a group. Okay. That sounds, yeah. Not a real high, it's not setting the bar super high. Six times is only like three pages. <laughs> I'll do I it. I can do it. I'll figure it out. By Monday. You want or? me to memorize or reset? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just read it. <laughs> read it six times. They also taught that the Virgin Mary had a special role in the end and that she, she also communicated with their leadership. And by the late 1990s, the church had grown into a thriving community set in pineapple and banana plantations. Ooh, see? Sounds nice, right? Mm. Members lived communally on land bought by pooling their assets, which they sold when they joined the movement. So that's kind of how a lot of these things do. You got to join, you got to sell all your crap, and you got to give all the money to us, you know, and then you're going to pick bananas, and that's what's going to happen. uh, Merindi claimed, this is my favorite, claimed to receive messages from the Virgin Mary through a hidden telephone system that communicated through everyday objects. So, like, he could talk to her through a banana or, like, <laughs> a they, shoe. It's the shape of the phone already. <laughs> like, everyday objects was a, was a telephone system. Like, anything he could use. Hello! Yeah. Hello, this Diet Pepsi's talking to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so funny. Uh, Some of the stuff. Um, by whatever 1990- you want, you can communicate with. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Hold on, phone's ringing. Picking up your <laughs> socks. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a way to get out of a meeting. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I got Hold somebody on, on the phone. Right. Virgin Mary's calling me. Magazine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, Mary, how are you? Sorry, um, she talks to me every month. Yeah. Not now. I'm in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me a message. Shoot me a text. <laughs> <laughs> By 1997, according to a filing with the government, the movement's membership was listed at nearly 5,000 people. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they were growing in numbers. In 98, the press reported that the movement had been shut down for unsanitary conditions, use of child labor, and possibly kidnapping children, but the sect was allowed to open again by the government. You know, that's no biggie. 
We'll get you next time. <laughs> if we're going to get kidnapped, this is a better group. <laughs> yeah. You guys got bananas. Good for the kids. <laughs> kids love talking on bananas. <laughs> you can talk on banana all you want. <laughs> it was only him that could talk to her on the <laughs> oh, banana. He was the only one. <laughs> he was the only one. Oh, then I wouldn't join. <laughs> it, it didn't all of a sudden work once you read the booklet six times. <laughs> as soon know. as you finish the last six to read, you're, <laughs> oh, my banana's shit. ringing. <laughs> Must be the leader. <laughs> it's about time. It's about time. Where you been, Mary? <laughs> oh, God. With the new year looming, activity by movement members became frenzied. Their leaders urged them to confess their sins in preparation for the end. Clothes and cattle were sold cheaply, past members were recruited, and all work in the field ceased. Oh. <laughs> past members were recruited. Yeah. January 1st, 2000 passed without the advent of the apocalypse. Oh. And the movement began to unravel. It's always a disappointing thing. I know. Well, we predicted we were wrong. Can you imagine that day, though, just sitting there waiting? When do you, what time was it going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just waiting around. Um, the payments to the church dr- decre- decreased dramatically, but another date was immediately predicted. Of course. Yeah. March 17th. This is when the cult leader like, comes in. He's like, yeah. everybody, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Got, yeah. Got his notebook. The reception on his banana sucks. <laughs> It's all rotten. It's all, I had to get a new one. My date, she said 55. Yeah. I thought I heard 45. It's March 17th. I should have just listened. I wrote it down. I should have wrote it down. <laughs> Good lesson to learn. <laughs> okay. So March 17th, 2000 was the new end of the world. Um, and a doomsday said they would come would come with ceremony and finality. Mm. Uh, the movement held a huge party at the Kanugu, at Kanungu where they roasted three bulls and drank 70 crates of soft drinks. <laughs> 70 crates? I don't even know. How it even for 5,000 people, it's probably a bit much. 70 crates of soft drink. That's a lot of Mountain Dew. Um, <clears throat> minutes after the members arrived at the party, nearby villagers heard an explosion, and the building was gutted in an intense fire that killed all 530 in attendance. Including, Did it really? Yeah. Uh, the windows and the doors of the building had been boarded up to prevent people from leaving. Oh, my God. That's not in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Just so you know. It's not. Four days after the church fire, police investigated movement properties and discovered hundreds of bodies at sites across Uganda. Six bodies were discovered sealed in the latrine of the Kanungu compound, as well as 153 bodies at a compound in Buhanagi. 155 bodies at Katarababo's... I know we got to stop reading this. There's a whole bunch of people that died. Police stated they'd been murdered about three weeks before the church inferno. Jeez. Final death toll was 924 people. Wow. Good Isn't crap. that bonkers? What, what year was this? This was uh, 2000. Oh, my God. Like, how did I not hear about this? I don't know. <laughs> I was in my own world. <laughs> That's apparently. in my own cult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, that that's the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments. Wow, that's... Uh, bonkers, huh? That's a lot. That's a lot in that. Yeah. That one ended poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them do. Yeah. By the way, spoiler alert, none of these end well. Yeah, no, they don't. There's a few. Are there? Oh, There's good. a few that don't have real bad Oh, endings. that's true. There are a few. Not yeah. a ton of deaths, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, number four is the true way cult. Mm. Not just the way. It's the true way. The true way. So, Chen Tao mm. was a UFO religion that originated in Taiwan. Those are my favorite, the UFO ones. I, do, I love them. Because mm-hmm. that's what I would follow. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm about ready to. He was a former professor that was clearly insane. Um <laughs> 
Maybe. Maybe. His beliefs included that the universe is 4.5 trillion years old, which is absurd. That's ridiculous. I don't even know. Um, our solar system was created by a nuclear war. That I like that. That's and then good. we each have three souls. Oh. And humanity has been rescued on five different occasions by God descending in a flying saucer. <laughs> <laughs> Freak five times? Yep. So when he comes down, mm-hmm. the flying saucers and stuff are disguised as clouds. Oh, that makes sense. You've seen those, right? I've Little seen clouds. Bulgy. They look like a dish. Yeah. Bulgy. <laughs> bulgy. Yeah, I a got word. a bulgy dish in my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it was founded by Hong Ch- Hong Min Chin, born mm. in '55, okay. who first associated it with UFOs and later had the group misrepresented as the New Age UFO cult. Huh. Chin was a former professor, like I said, um, claimed to be atheist until he joined a religious a cultivation group that dated back for two generations to the original female founder, teacher Yu Sai Chen. Hmm. But he broke with the group headed by the third generation teacher in 93 and created with another fellow cultivator, Tao Hung Ma, their own group, which yeah. is the True Way. The true Way cult. So their beliefs, this new religious movement was a mix of Buddhism, Taoism, and ufology. Voodooism and Taoism? Taoism. Wow. And ufology. That's a weird mix. It's a very weird mix. Um, It emphasized transmigrations, transmigration, transmigrations of souls (laughs) with three souls per person. And this means that, and there's also outside souls. These are what were bad influence or demons, you know. They would influence us. But the third soul thing... Um, you just got extra can... ones in case you lose one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Backup souls. So... They're all preppers. <laughs> yeah, they're prepper souls. <laughs> Chen believed that the earth went through five um, tribulations going back. That's what I was saying. Tribulations. Got, we, we were, tribulations? We, we were saved five times. Uh. Failed prophecy. This is where it's pretty funny. The group is best known for a highly publicized and failed millennial prophecy. Shortly after moving to Garland... <laughs> Texas? No. Oh, no. I'm not sure where this is, which is funny. My high school's in Garland. Oh, really? Utah, yeah. But the group reportedly moved to Garland because the name sounded like Godland. <laughs> oh, it's called Godland. Garland. So it sounded like Gar- yeah, sure. Godland, so that's why they chose it. Got to do it. He predicted at 12.01 a.m. to late night, mm-hmm. On March 31st, 1998, God would be seen on a single television channel all across North America. <laughs> Granted, you have probably cable. Whether or not the person had cable service was irrelevant to God's appearance. Okay, oh, didn't matter. You didn't have to have cable service. No, you would get it no matter what. Oh, that's nice. So um, it had roughly 160 members, 40 of which were children. Members purchased more than 20 homes in the upper middle class of Garland neighborhood. Hmm. Um, and they, a lot of them were apparently pretty rich, but they all wore like very, like the Amish, they had their Mm -hmm. own like distinct attire. It was, they were dressed in white, wore cowboy hats and drove luxury cars. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They sound awesome. They do. Sound like, it sounds like something on Grand Theft Auto or Dallas. Somebody's running around like dressed up like an idiot driving. partner. Yeah. Um, I got a job for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> According to the Dallas Morning News, they reportedly believed that two young boys in their group were the reincarnations of Jesus and Buddha. Oh. Friends. Yeah, buddies. Makes sense. Yeah. They told reporters they had come to Garland to watch God come to Earth and take human form at 10 a.m. on March 31st, 1998, <laughs> at the home of Mr. Chen, a former college professor. So, um, 
The Garland Police Department, understanding the potential gravity of the situation, coordinated resources, including Southern Methodist University Religious Studies Professor Lonnie Clivier, and were on standby when the international media began arriving in what was previously had been the upper middle class of the Dallas suburbs. So they were kind of worried, well, what's going to happen? Yeah. And um, the police were kind of on watch. When the predicted appearance did not occur, the group became confused. <laughs> oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> wait, it's 12.02, what the, and nothing happened. The Chen Tao leader announced that he obviously had misunderstood God's plans, and a member quietly... Re- <laughs> They, they quietly returned to their homes. Oh. Chen offered to be stoned or crucified for the Jeez. event, but no one took him up on it. <laughs> he had earlier made a false prediction of finding Jesus of the West, who would look like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He's getting even more crazy. Um, yeah, so anyways, wow. whether Chow, Chen Tao still exists is uncertain. They don't know what happened to him. He just kind of disappeared. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, and but that was God's arrival in a God plane to save members never did occur. Dang it. Um, the group entered a sharp decline after the failed prophecies, and virtually nothing was heard of it after 2001. Wow, that's so, crazy, Nobody dude. knows where he is either, so. Chintao. Mm. <laughs> Pretty sure. That was a good one. He's working with TV stations to make something happen. <laughs> that's like my favorite. It's going to be shown across the same channel. <laughs> 1201 a.m. T- every TV. Well, put your cable hat on. Yeah. Get on home. Get on home. Didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, that's that good. one was pretty uh pretty that, funny. Nobody died in that one. Yeah, that's nice. He, he offered to die, but they <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I made a mistake. Kill me. Stone me. Crucify me. You want to like, do that? Uh, no, we're going home. No. Put on my hat and I'm leaving. <laughs> Get my caddy. I like the I like the dress though. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. Everybody wears white shirts and stetson. Yep. So this one's called John From. You ever heard From of that? Where? Yeah, exactly. Um the religion I've centering on John From arose in the late thirties when Vanna Vanuatu Vanuatu Vanna White no <laughs> not Vanna White uh-huh. was known as um when Vanuatu was known as New Her- Hebrides <laughs> I can't read today all these are too hard I've been there I've been there buddy <laughs> yeah. push on through <laughs> in some versions of the story a native man named Manahivi used the alias John From began appearing among the native people of Tana dressed in a Western style coat. Assuring, hey, Western was popular for cults. Assuring the people that he would bring them houses, clothes, food, and transport. Hmm. I'm going to bring you guys some houses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring them right in for you. Yeah, you get you, get you taken care of. Others contend that John Frum was a Kava-induced spirit vision. What is that? Exactly. <laughs> um, said to be a Kava, man, Kava? <laughs> a said to be a manifestation of Kara Perriman, the, <laughs> the John Frum promised a new... A dawn of a new age, which all white people... Sounds like Biden wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Biden's reading it. Including missionaries would depart the new Hebrides, leaving behind their goods and property for the native Melanesians. Okay. So, like, they would come, they'd have all this stuff, and they would leave, and they'd leave all this stuff for them. Cool. That's what it was. Um, For this to happen, however, the people of Tana had to reject all aspects of European society, including money, Western education, Christianity, and work on copra plant plantations and they had to return to traditional custom copper uh, or copra copra <laughs> copra the movement gained popularity in the early 40s after 50,000 american troops were stationed there during world war 2 bringing with them an enormous amount of supplies 
So this is kind of how this happens. Um, the Islands John Frum movement is a classic example of what anthropologists have called a cargo cult, many of which sprang up in villages in South Pacific during World War II when hundreds of thousands of American troops poured into the islands from the skies and the seas. So you, you get cargo cults when the outside world, with all its material wealth, suddenly descends on a remote indigenous tribe. They don't know where these people are getting all these endless supplies, so they, they think it's summoned by magic or the spirit world. <laughs> They're like, how do they get all this stuff? They're magic. So um, basically, yeah. So basically, they they see these people come and they're like, where are they getting all these supplies? And now they worship them as kind of a god type thing, right? And to entice the Americans back after the war, islanders throughout the region constructed piers and carved airstrips from their fields. They weren't like real; they just looked like airstrips, so that they so that the, the Americans would land there like accidentally or something. <laughs> They prayed for ships and planes to once again come out of nowhere, bearing all kinds of treasures. Jeeps, washing machines, radios, motorcycles, canned meat, and candy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We've talked about these. We have, yes. supplies. Versions of the cult emphasizing the American connection interpret John Frum as a corruption of John from America. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why they call it John Frum. Although it could mean John from anywhere. Um, ah. In 1957, a leader of the John Frum movement, Nakohama, uh, created the Tana Army, a nonviolent ritualistic society that organized military style parades of men with faces painted in ritual colors and wearing white t shirts with the letters T A U S A. This parade takes place every year on February 15th, the date on which followers believe John Frum will return, which is observed as John Frum Day. So every February 15th, they do this thinking this dude's going to come back and bring them houses and meats and candy. <laughs> so that's the John Frum cult. Isn't Valentine's Day 14th? 15th. 14th. 14th. Oh, so 14th. the day after. It's the day after Valentine's Day. Gotcha. I don't think they observe Valentine's Day. I proposed there, to my wife the day after Valentine's did Day. Did you really? Valentine's. So on, on John Frum Day. I did. I did. Good job. <laughs> well I done. You knew it. You knew it. Well, that one's interesting. Yeah, that's a different one. Well... Hmm. Obviously, our modern world is crazy. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So, your devices, your laptop, it's never really off when you think it's off. It's transmitting a signal. True. Up through your bum hole, just like we (laughs) talked about. (laughs) Yes. If you have it in your back pocket, maybe Hmm. going out your bum hole. And even in airplane mode, everything Hmm. from your passport, your credit cards, all that information is contained in the radio frequency identification that can be stolen Mm. and all of it contains valuable private information maybe photos Mm. maybe numbers subway points it's (laughs) easily exploited in the wrong hands this is where silent pocket comes in they are silent Mm -hmm. and they go in your pocket for true silent pocket offers a range of products you already use like wallets Mm -hmm. like bags like travel gear laptop sleeves key cases all of it, but with the added protection of their patented Faraday technology. Beautiful. Which turns your device invisible, safe from the outside world. And even cooler is mm. it's protected from EMPs and mm. CMEs. Nobody yeah. likes a coronal mass ejection to ruin your mm-hmm. device. All the time, it's time to do... They protect your stuff all the time. <laughs> so it's time to go and get this protection today. Go to silent-pocket.com slash discount and put in the old casual preppers. Get yes, 10% discount on your order. Beautiful. Sleek, cool, awesome. Protect your devices forever and Do ever. Do it. Silent Pocket. Silent Pocket. Um, so this one, this is where I was going to talk about the order 
of the Solar Temple, but it was pretty messed up and okay. depressing, so I changed it. Cool. If there was ever a cult that was created from either Final Fantasy or anime, <laughs> yeah. it's this one, the oh, Cosmic cool. People of Light. Have you ever seen, I, have you seen that picture? Oh, my gosh. This guy, it's like... Looks like an elf of some sort. He looks sort. like, yeah, he looks like an elf off from... Um, Lord of the Rings Lord of the something. Rings. He's got, like, blonde hair. Um, he totally looks like some Japanese game. Yeah. But anyways, the Cosmic People of Light Powers is a Czech cult that's more in, uh, more intense and has a better backstory than the Matrix. Ooh. Like, it's got really intense backstories. The Cosmic People aren't your typical downer cult. That's like, good. they're not depressed they're not gonna lead you to death you'll find no leader with 100 wives or all that weird crap but the cosmic people do believe in an alien named ashtar sharon and that's the guy that's like white blonde hair looks like oh looks like legolas yeah yeah for sure But he's wearing like a final fantasy like star trek looking Uh shirt ashtar is a fleet of 10 million spaceships that orbit orbit (laughs) orbit Have you ever had that ice cream? Orbit. Is this frozen orbit? Mm, rainbow orbit. Orbit the Earth. 10 million? 10 million, That's yeah. That's a lot. With that many spaceships, yeah, your odds of getting the Primo Suite, pretty, mm. pretty good. Pretty, yeah, for sure. So you're almost guaranteed. Um, membership numbers are a bit sketchy, with the leader of the group claiming thousands to hundreds of thousands by of sympathizers. Yeah. And while the government sources say a couple hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Probably. Not, um, the, uh, sorry. You're fine. Just trying to fix this here. But there's, like, some propaganda that they make, um, that's, like, (laughs) look at this. So, they have stuff that says, you know, they have the Ashtar guy. Yeah. And then the alien spaceships and Jesus and then some (laughs) other dude. But they, uh, they basically recruit you because they're going to be able to take you to where you came from in the first place. Oh, that's The cosmos. Um, understanding the truth of infernal Saurians chipping our hearts and how their website says 95% of our physical bodies are controlled by forces of darkness. What? Which means many of us only control our wang <laughs> and maybe an arm. The rest of it's controlled by a dark force. Ooh. And they also believe too that we're under control of lizard men. Oh. So we haven't talked clearly about the reptilians. No, but, but this, this is, is kind of part of it. Yeah. That guy does not look like a reptilian. No, not at all. So, the, uh, but yeah, they believe in these aliens and that, guess what, don't worry, you're yeah. going to be able to ride in one of their 10 million spaceships. But they got like these really intense like clothing, like look how hippie, oh, it's like, nice. um, like it almost looks like Adam and Eve. It does, They got huh? like a robe on, but it's got this glowing, like, looks like an amethyst. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a Care Bears type thing. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle there. Um, but that's what all Iron their Man. images and everything are, su- that they support like this, like love and like yeah. space. That's and great. And there's a supreme race. There's no God. It's like basically alien race. Oh, I'm getting called there. Don't get called. So, That's yeah. cool. Controlled by lizard men, it's all happy, lovey. Hmm. So maybe one that you would be. What more are they called in. again? This is the Cosmic People of Light Powers. They got the coolest name for sure. Yeah, and Ashtar Sharon is their leader. Cool. He's, a, to, he's a wonderful person. I'll have to see if I can follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Um. So the next one is the Honahana Sanpogyo. <laughs> okay. This I was like a, it. This was a new religious movement founded by His Holiness Hogan Fukunaga. <laughs> 
Okay. Nailed it. Nailed it. I think I got that one pretty good. I think you did. They were found to have engaged in a fortune-telling fraud in Japan. Okay? <laughs> he found in the group in 87 after an alleged spiritual event where he claimed to have realized he was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ and the Buddha. Oh, jeez. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> That's no. me. Yeah. That's me. Um, it is often called the foot-reading cult because its founder, Hogan Fukunaga, claimed he could make and make a diagnosis by examining people's feet. Okay. Okay. He's got to look at your tootsies and, and your heel, and I got it. All right. The group at one time claimed 30,000 members. However, Fukunaga charged $900 for the foot readings, and a suspicion arose that he used the money to benefit himself. Oh, but he's using that money for something other than helping out the Ho-Chu-Nagas or whatever. Ho-No-Haggas. Ho-No-Haggas. He was accused of swindling money from housewives and had to pay over a million dollars in damages at the end. Fukunaga started preaching in 1980, claiming to be the world's final savior following Jesus and Buddha. He was he was then 34 and saddled with 500 million yen of debt. But I don't know wow. how much yen is. How much is yen compared to a dollar? I don't, know. I don't even know. I think it's like 100,000 yen a penny. <laughs> Something like that. So yeah, like a $15 debt, apparently. <laughs> Soon he became a household name through the publication of texts nearly 70 penned by ghostwriters. In 87, the sect gained official recognition as a religious corporation. I didn't know you could be a religious corporation. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, yeah, maybe. They told the victims who visited the cult for counseling about physical or family problems that their problems would worsen unless they attended a cult seminar, which cost 2.25 million yen, oh. or donated up to 14.3 million yen to the cult. It's going to get worse unless you do this, is what they'd say. They used shocking words to fuel their concern, falsely claimed their diseases could be cured through training in his cult, and swindled exorbitant amounts of money from them. They were urged to purchase high-priced scrolls and other ornaments that were said to ward off evil, cure illness, deliver from sin, and break family curses. You gotta buy a scroll and an ornament, that family curse is gone forever, okay? Mm, okay. The founder was sentenced to 12 years in prison for um, bilking his flock out of 150 million yen in the name of religious training. Um, There's like 15 cult members that were uh, charged with fraud. Um, so anyways, it's a bad thing, um, this this thing was. But basically it all came from he thought he was Jesus and Buddha and he could read your toes. That's, yeah. All of these have some crossover. Yeah, they like do. Like a lot of these, like... <laughs> Honohana-san. But I would Gil. love my toes read. Read. <laughs> Can you re-add my toes? <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm a casual prepper. Can you re-add my toes? <laughs> re-add them toesies for me, boy. You must be Cam, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, the way you pronounce it, I knew right away. Re-add, okay. I'll so, do um, hat. here's another real interesting one. This one's very sexual. <laughs> it's, not, it's sexual. You're thinking sexual. It's not yeah. sexual. So this one's similar to Chen Tao or House of Yeah, yeah What. <laughs> Yeah what? Yeah what? Yeah what you want? This one's really popular though. This one actually has a lot of following. So, realism. Mm. Realians. Real Salt Lake. And there's yeah, <laughs> realism. I'm probably saying it wrong. Mm. Um, okay, so this this cult teaches that an extraterrestrial species known as the Elohim, Elohim. You know, you've heard that. Yeah, Elohim. Like God. Mm -hmm created humanity using their advanced technology and atheistic religion. It believes that the Elohim have historically been mistaken for gods. Oh. It holds that throughout history, Elohim have created 40 like hybrids of human and Elohim. 
oh. who have served as prophets preparing humanity for news about their ultimate origins. Among those listed as prophets are Buddha, mm-hmm. Jesus of Nazareth, yeah. Muhammad, mm-hmm. and then the last being the 40th and final prophet, Rael. Rael oh. Salt Lake. Yeah, that makes sense. Rael. Rael. Realists believe that since the Hiroshima bomb in 45, humanity has entered an age of apocalypse. I don't in which, disagree. Yeah. <laughs> in which it is threatening itself with nuclear annihilation. So, not wrong. Yeah. Raelians promote a liberal ethical system with a strong emphasis on sexual experimentation, engage in daily meditation. Yeah. Meditation. I'll bet they vote for and Biden, too. hope for physical immor- immortality, not immorality, through <laughs> human cloning. So Human cloning? They've, like, put money into cloning. What Like, the? big time. He first... So this guy's... I think he's a Frenchie. Mm. Um, yeah. Claude Vorion. Claude Vorion. Now known as Raël. Oh, okay. He is the leader and the last prophet. So... But this group is like super sexual. Like oh, it's super sexual. They have they have um, <laughs> super sexual. <laughs> so, I will be out your toast for you, boy. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they have like these really attractive women, mm. and they're kind of like a nudist. Oh dang! Group, and they wear the women wear like a little necklace that has pink wings on it, and they're like the chosen Hello. hot chicks. How are you? That they experiment their sexual stuff with. Obviously. I am real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want to be part of this group? I have science fiction book. You put on the pink wings in the back of the and car, and you sleep with me. We shall read each other's toes. <laughs> read my toes. French. <laughs> How about French? Um, <laughs> what was the one thing where you're like? We sandwich, you sandwich. <laughs> I, we, we, I, I don't remember what it was. It's funny though. Either. Um, they classify this as a new religion movement, okay. also described as a UFO religion, because they have um, they've been kind of tied to the Ashtar Command and the Heaven's Gate and all mm, that. Stuff. Yeah, but they're like way more like super happy and sexual, and like <laughs> women are always in like bikinis. Oh gosh, dang! And they always wear like robot suits and stuff. <laughs> robot like they suits. love like the the whole space and UFO thing. Yeah, but they're also like super hippie. Sexual. Dang, they so sound fun. They actually do sound way funner yeah. than the rest of them. Wow. Um, they, they're materialistic and reject the existence of supernatural, endorsing mm-hmm. atheism and rejecting the idea that God exists. So they have like this weird human, mm-hmm. basically, they don't believe in God, but they believe that like a superior race had created. <laughs> That's what's so funny. It's like, yeah. what? Um, but yeah, they... Uh, they have this like weird David Star looking thing. Oh, so yeah. So if you've ever seen it, that has a swastika in the middle. It has a swastika in the middle. Oh, that's weird. It's super weird. Um, but yeah, they're basically like a super hippy dippy. Yeah. Um, but they have a lot of members. It's 2018. They figure there's 100,000 or more. They said a lot of people will go and claim that they're part of this group. And then there's like big sex groups. Mm-hmm. And then they just leave. So. If you well, want to get in on some action, just say that you're say that you're Aurelian, mm-hmm. Aurelianism or whatever, mm-hmm. and get some action and then move on. Just go on. But basically they're a big nudist cult that doesn't kill each other. So not that bad. Speaking of nudist cults, um, I've got another one for you. Okay. Which is interesting. Called the Freedomites. I like they, it. They've been around for a while. Uh the zealous Freedomite movement first appeared in nineteen oh two in Saskatchewan, Canada, eh? Um, and later in Kooten. Kootenay and Boundary Districts of British Columbia. Oh, 
Can I mention one thing you about can. the realisms? I forgot. Yeah. In 2000, the Raelians launched Nopedo, a group oh. of to combat paid, uh, pedophi- pedophilia. pedophiles. Yeah. Oh, pedophilia. good. In 2009, it launches its Adopt a Clitoris project <laughs> to raise money to create a hospital in Africa to reverse damage caused by oh. female genital mutilation. Well, that's good. Weird group, but worth. It has also established Clitoriaid. Uh, <laughs> and okay. organizations whose mission is to oppose the um, female genital mutilation. Mutilation? Mutilation. Another of the groups established by the church is the Raelian Association of Sexual Minorities, mm. the RMAs, or LGBT rights group. So, there okay. you go. I, just, I was things. like, I should have mentioned that. It's just important to know that they do some good things, and they're <laughs> yeah, totally into cloning. Speaking of that. Because I... God, their God cloned with it you know basically made a human yeah organ. anyway makes sense super interesting stuff but i was like oh they got some good groups but they're it's just weird that they're like adopted clitoris that's a really weird, the, weird speaking word. of clitoris i was watching cnn <laughs> yesterday or, or the day before and uh, anderson cooper was on there and he was trying to say twitter he's like you said it on twitter but he said clitter <laughs> it was the funniest <laughs> thing i've ever seen so he he, he was saying it on clitter i mean twitter <laughs> It was a funny. You got to. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not joking, dude. You got to look it up. Uh, it's hilarious. So, anyways, these groups not, are not yeah. all bad. They're not They're all bad. They're raising money to help other people. That's great. The Freedomites, again, like I said, they were. They, that's you're good. They appeared in 1902 in Saskatchewan. Um, they began to divide from the Duke Ducobers. Ducobors. Oh yeah. I don't know how you say that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. Yeah, Makes um, sense. Um, in 1902, uh, self-named as God's People and Svobodinky, <laughs> Russian for sovereign Svobodinky. people. Svobodinky. Svobodinky. Yeah, it's a Svobodinky, all right. <laughs> is it Svobodinky? Is it Svobodinky, Svobodinky, I don't know. <laughs> the Zealous Faction, later called the Freedomites, opposed... The zealous Faction. Might <laughs> be some game. <laughs> yeah, you were being know. attacked by the Zealous Faction. Zealous Faction. Zubarox. Yeah. Later Zubadinky. called Freedom- <laughs> Freedomites. They opposed land ownership. They opposed public schools. They opposed using work animals, but are mainly known for protesting, protesting nude uh, after burning and bombing things. So they- Hollywood actors? No. This is the Freedomites. <laughs> Svobodinicky. Um, <laughs> okay. Freedomite meetings were similar to other spiritual Christian folk Protestants from Russia, if you if you know about them. Okay. Right? Okay. They met in simple buildings. They sat on benches. They prayed in Russian. They sang religious hymns and songs in Russian, spoke about matters of religious and community interest, mostly in Russian. So these were Canadians that were Russian speakers. Okay. The ideals of the Freedomites emphasize basic traditional Russian communal living and action, growing food, building homes, living a peaceful rural life, ecstatic religious doctrine when agitated for protest, and an anarchic attitude towards external regulation. There's a lot in here, okay? The Svodobininki became famous for various public protests, sometimes publicly burning their own money and possessions, and parading nude in public. <laughs> it's similar to that one of, that I just mentioned. It's just, can you imagine, it's like, we don't like money, we're going to burn our money, and we're not going to wear any clothes while we do it. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Where are these protests happening? But let me tell you about why they did this. Okay. There was a doctrinal justification for the nudity. It, it, it was because human skin, as God's creation, was more perfect than clothes. The imperfect work of human hands. The public nudity has generally been interpreted as a form of protest against the materialistic tendencies of society. Mm. 
Um, so I I tend to disagree with that because I've seen some people naked that shouldn't be naked. That's exactly, you know what I mean. Usually those ones are exactly. Um, so a small minority of freedomites were noted for their arson campaign. So they burned a bunch of stuff, and they actually bombed a railway bridge in Nelson, British Columbia in 61. And every time they did this, they were nude. Huh. They do these bombing campaigns and arson campaigns all nude. So anyways, that's the Freedomites. That's really interesting. That's the Freedomites up there. Yeah, I forgot the Raelians also, they have topless rights of women. They fight. Oh, great. The, Free the To nibble. go topless in the public that men enjoy mm. without the fear of arrest is something that they promote. That makes sense. Um, They go topless on... 26th of August, which is when women could start voting. So they celebrate oh. it with no shirt. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Some interesting ones, huh? For sure. So this last one, I think this one applies to preppers. Mm. Maybe a prepper <laughs> bunker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the true Russian Orthodox Church. Oh. There's an Orthodox mm-hmm. church out there we all know of. Sure. This is the true Russian Makes was sense. an independent Russian Orthodox-like doomsday cult founded by Pyotr Kuznetsov. Oh, Pyotr Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov. Mm-hmm. The self-name of the group was Heavenly Jerusalem. Heavenly Jerusalem. <laughs> this group broke away from the Russian Orthodox Church, considering it insufficiently Orthodox. Not Orthodox enough for us. <laughs> its members <laughs> were not allowed to eat processed food, Yuck. watch television, and handle money. Yet. Processed food. They rejected barcodes. <laughs> rejected barcode. <laughs> this is barcode on it. I this reject is ridiculous. It. National is... identification numbers. All these lines. And passports because they contain satanic symbols. All these lines, all in one spot. If no you look good. at it the right way, upside down, mm. Satan. Yeah. Bad. November 2007, between 29 to 35 members <laughs> of the group hold themselves up in a cave in Russia's Penza region. Mm. Penza. Mm. Near the village Nikolskoy. Threatening mass suicide if authorities tried to intervene. Don't deal with us. Don't mess with us. <laughs> Leave us alone or we they kill ourselves. They dug a big old bunker in the ground. Uh-huh. Um, and they threatened suicide if anybody messed with them. Kuznestov himself was not with the group. Of but course he was placed under police arrest. Oh, okay. So he's like, go dig a cave. Kill yourselves if they try and do anything. I'm going to be arrested. <laughs> he's just sitting there eating processed food in the jail. <laughs> yeah. On March 28, 2008, seven women who had holed up in the cave for months were being treated by emergency workers and regional officials said that regional officials so they came out mm-hmm. three days later 14 members emerged from the cave after melting snow caused parts of the cave to collapse jeez on april 3rd 2008 kuznestov was taken to a hospital where officials said that he may have attempted suicide after realizing his prediction had been wrong whoops in subsequent years, he has subsequent. <laughs> he was in a psychiatric ward with the diagnosis of paranoia. Oh yeah. In sixteen, the court once again extended the period of his um, compulsory treatment at the request of the chief of the regional psychiatric clinic. So he lost his mind. Yeah. On May, so this jumps back to those people. On May 16, 2008, the last nine members of the cult emerged from the bunker due to toxic fumes produced by two cult members' deaths. Holy crap. So they're rotting and, like, giving off toxic fumes. On May 21st, after removing the bodies of the dead, the cave was blown up. Officially, it was done because it is a danger to local population and curious visitors. (laughs) 
Jeez. After leaving the cave, most of the sect members left the village except for one family. Several people moved to a deaf village in Belarus. A deaf village? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Huh. Uh, Vasily Negdon, Nedogon, head of the family remaining in Nikolstovkoy, <laughs> in 2012, continued to live with his wife and three children without electricity and passports. <laughs> have he no still awaited that the end time will come soon. <laughs> I have no passport. So basically they predicted the end time, mm. nuclear war, all this. Yeah. Didn't happen. But it's, they were at a bunker. That's cool. They had a freaking cool bunker. That's rad. Until the guy died in there. Yeah. Gross. True Russian Orthodox Church. That's some cults for you. Yeah. That's good some, times. Good times. Crazy cults. Yeah. So be careful out there. Just make sure when you're joining one. There, make sure Topless. there's UFOs and there's nipples <laughs> and things like that because otherwise it's not good. When you're joining one, look around because some of them are way better than others. Yeah, you just got to make you sure. You don't want the one that's going to kill you. Do your due diligence. Find the one that's going to work better. You don't. Most of these end in mass suicide. Some can be way happier yeah. during the time you're usually in Usually if there's like some cool aliens and, and they're all about sex and stuff, they're usually great. <laughs> yeah. So, just uh, make sure before you do you enter that that's what you know what's going on. Anyways, that's it today. Hey, yeah, Cam. You're thinking about a cult? There's yeah. just some options. There you go. I don't know which one you want to join. <laughs> Figure it out. Some say we're in one. Yeah, <laughs> you're all in one because you're all part of the casual preppers cult <laughs> at true. this point. You know that's what I mean? True. All right. Anyways, thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate you. Thank you for subscribing. Make sure you hate, are subscribed if you haven't yet. <laughs> make sure you hate. What it sounds like. No, then don't hate. Um, appreciate. Don't hate. Ah. Okay. Make sure you're subscribed uh, to the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Go check out our Bigfoot film on Amazon. Leave us a five-star review there. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all those places. Yeah, check it all out. Do it's it. all there. Yeah. Might as well. You got nothing else to do. <laughs> right. All right. Stay survived. <laughs>